You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we have a, um, a story that went national a couple of weeks ago. And so we're really excited to tell you guys about this. But, you know, the weather's getting warmer. We all want to go outside. We want to enjoy it. Um, and obviously, we want to have a cold drink, too. Um, but with the warmer weather, a lot of your drinks, let's face it, they get warm. They're gross. And you really don't want to have to carry a huge, heavy cooler full of ice everywhere you go. So that's a problem faced by millions of tailgaters every year. And five guys from Clemson decided to find a solution as part of a class project. Uh, they wanted to keep their beer cold without carrying around a heavy cooler and ice, which we all know is a real drag on getting around and being social at tailgates. Thus, these guys created um, what, what is known as Kanga LLC, but really creating a product called the Kanga Casemate. Now, after a successful kick uh, starter campaign, these guys were just on ABC's Shark Tank, and we are so excited to hear about their deal with Mark Cuban and it's just going to be a really cool story to understand that a, a class project has now gotten them to be able to work and be partners with one of the most successful people uh, in the history of our country, to be honest. So Austin uh, Maxwell and Logan Lamonts from Kanga LLC, thank you guys so much for joining us on the Brand Builders podcast. Hey, thanks for having us here, guys. We're we're really excited about it, and uh, you know it's good it's good to have the spoiler already out there about the deal with Cuban. We were gonna set that up for a big finish, but uh, you know we might as well put that on the table. It's been a it's been a crazy couple uh, couple days. Absolutely. No, I'm gonna I'm throwing that out there at the beginning so all the listeners know what's up. Like we're gonna talk <laughs> about like this. That. This is all about Shark Tank, and I think the cool thing is is we made a post a week ago just really saying like what is it gonna be like to listen to somebody that went through that journey? Um, it's so neat that you told your story of being a fan of Shark Tank and then going on. And 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 I think that's one of the most compelling or compelling, excuse me, stories that I've I've seen on Shark Tank. So that's really awesome, man. But let's jump into it. How in the hell did five Clemson guys at a class project decide we're going to make something that legitimately might make us some money? Yeah, Logan, if you want to go ahead and, and take sure. off the story of uh, the problem and, and how the product came to be, that'd be a good place to start. Absolutely. So we actually started as a part of a class project. So it was an entrepreneurship class and we had to create a solution to a problem that we faced. And me just having turned 21, it being spring, Beer, it had to revolve around beer. So we actually were at some tailgates and, and Clemson and we were sitting there drinking warm beer from cases. I say, okay, well that's, that's a problem. We had $300 coolers that could keep beer cold for three weeks, but we didn't use them to keep it cold for three hours. What, where's the, where's the disconnect there? Cause what we would do is we would just go by the convenience store on the way to the tailgate, grab a case from the fridge and just drink it as it got hot. And so I started thinking, okay, well I found the problem. What's the solution? Then I looked over and I saw somebody take a cold beer from a cooler and put it into a koozie. But what I really saw was somebody take a cold beer from what made it cold, the cooler, and put it into something to keep it cold, the koozie, for the whole time they're actually going to enjoy it. And that's when it really hit me up. Why did we not have the same thing for the entire case? You grab it from the, the fridge at the store or from your house. It's already cold, right? Why not just keep it cold for the whole time you're actually going to drink it? And so from there, the original idea was called the case koozie um, that that was born. And, uh, you know, I pitched it to the class, got some partners on board and uh, everybody loved it. And, and actually got great feedback and, and inspired the confidence that, hey, maybe we have something here. Maybe we should actually go for it. 
Now, I was pretty naive at the time, and I told the class, yeah, we'll have these on retail shelves at the end of the semester. <laughs> doesn't, exactly, <laughs> doesn't exactly happen that fast. We actually got a B in the project. Yeah. And we, <laughs> we had a, a loss of $500 for the class. Hey, but, that, uh, less, you know, that's ambitious. That's good, though. That's what, that's what the drive's all about, man. Oh, yeah. uh, Logan, Austin, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but we're, we're honored to have you guys. It's, it's very refreshing and exciting to see such young fellas, young men, uh, making things happen and getting creative and, and displaying this amazing entrepreneurship. Didn't mean to cut you off, but I swear, man, this is one of those head slappers. It's like, why didn't we think of this? <laughs> you know, and I'm sure you didn't have your first beer until you were 21. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we used it for uh, LaCroix and, and uh, you know, sparkling water up until the, the t- time we turned 21. So, <laughs> yeah, I've been to Clemson. You guys drink a lot of water up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is a, a question here for Austin. Austin, I came aware of this product through Kickstarter, through something you put on social media. And I just reached out because I was very interested in the product. I thought it was it was really cool. And I'm like, why the hell didn't I think of this? Um, but the reality is, is, is we got an opportunity to, to discuss. And this was kind of on the, the front end of it. And I think you learn so much throughout the process. And you're going to continue to learn as you get to work with Mark Cuban and as you continue to, to go in, in any direction. But Tell us, like, when you got the opportunity to work with Logan, what what is it like taking a class project and then finally making the decision, like, we're going to do this? Because not a lot of people at your age do it. Well, I, I first off, I'd start by saying that I wasn't actually in the class project with Logan, but I saw them doing the, the marketing details associated with their campaign and uh, I thought the product itself was just a winner uh, in the direct-to-consumer market. I could see myself using it. I could see my friends and family using it. But where I saw the vision for it is that there is this massive piece of real estate around the product and the the material that we're using that can be printed on. So as exciting as building this Kanga brand is, my immediate vision for it was we are covering up the Bud Light logo. We are covering up the Miller Light logo. We're covering up the LaCroix logo every time you put our sleeve, our casemate, over top of that product. And I thought, why wouldn't these hundreds of thousands of companies want their logo to be featured on a product that's going to be seen by dozens, hundreds, thousands of people at any given moment, tailgating, fishing, boating, beach? And that's when I reached out to Logan. This was a month after the class project had started. And I was like, hey, man, I, I need to get involved in this what can I do to help? And from there, we, you know, Logan and I put our heads down and uh, it, it's been a crazy two years now. We just hit the, the two year mark of the class project starting and the, the, the experience has just been overwhelming uh, to, to be where we are today. And we're really just beginning, which is what's the most exciting. Very cool. What, what, what would you think in the two years so far has been your biggest challenge? Oh, Logan, what's the, what's the biggest challenge, man? There's a lot. Biggest is a tough, tough word to narrow down. Um, each, each new step as we go and, and try to try to you know build this company has its own little host of challenges. Um, I, I guess it's the, the biggest thing is the uncertainty and just trying to get that vision in your head and keep it of where it's going to go, even when it's still changing too. So, you know, at, at point A, we may think, oh, this is where we're going to end up. Then you learn a little bit more. You find out there's a better fit in a different market. You get to point B and, you, and your entire perspective changes on where you need to approach. But you still have to keep that vision of the 
the long-term end game in mind. I think that's that's probably one of the hardest things from my perspective. Austin, I'm not sure if you share the same. Yeah, no, for, for me, it's just balancing, you know, when we started this, we were in school, so we still had to get, you know, C's to get the degree. Uh, we still <laughs> had to go to class. We still had to have somewhat of a, of a, you know, college experience. So balancing your time management from when we were in school to now Logan and I having been graduated and half our team still being students has been a challenge for us to overcome. A lot of us are remote, so we have to use uh, assets like Google Hangout or uh, video chat just to stay in touch on a daily basis. And then for me personally, uh, as, as the sales leader, we have so many different distribution channels that we can go through with this product. So I need to be hyper-focused on one or two and not get carried away with pursuing retail and direct and promotion and e-commerce. And I need to make sure I'm keeping my head down and, and double downing on the area that's really going to have the biggest return uh, in the long term. I love that. And, and we've um, had a couple of companies on here that have been through Kickstarters, one of them, Bearbutt, who's no longer around. I mean, it's a story where they were making an amazing hammock and then they tried to jump into a couple of different arenas and that, that really backfired on them. Um, but that's not really where I'm going with this question. So that was just random. What I want to ask you guys is I feel a lot of people and, and I'm 34 years old. So when I came out of school, it was this is your plan. You go into a company, you get benefits, you get a good job. That's the only route you took. And that was success. What did your parents tell or say when you're like, this is what we're going to do, number one? And, and how has that support um, or maybe even lack of support challenged you to push through and now ultimately get a deal with Mark Cuban on Shark Tank? Sure. And, and I'll take this first, Logan. I definitely don't want to be the one to throw my parents under the bus, but I had plenty of friends and families who, uh, who definitely encouraged me to pursue uh, engineering and pursue a full-time typical nine to five job uh, and, and get the get the good job, get the good payment, get the benefits and make sure that you have stability going through life. And, you know, I, I think Logan shares the same perspective with me when we're trying to build something a lot bigger than going to that nine to five. And we want to be remembered for something that uh, is better than, you know, a typical middle class life. And, you know, I know Logan and I both aren't in this for the money. We're in this for what we can become as people and if we can have an impact on a brand that can, you know, be impactful for uh, tailgaters and beachgoers and, and outdoor outdoorsmen everywhere. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the, the families are always going to tell you one thing and the, your friends are going to suggest one thing. But it's normally the people who don't go down that path that are normally going to pull out uh, and have some success. And, and Logan, if you want to add on, I know you've got a perspective on that sure. as well. Yeah, no, I cannot throw my parents under the bus here either. The only thing that that was anything close to resembling resistance was when I told them the idea first. They said, oh, "That's that's cute, that's cool, like that'd be a good for the class project." I'm sitting there trying to tell them, "No, this is going to be big." I'm sitting there with a little a little case koozie prototype. It's it's disgusting. I'm saying, "No, this is going to be huge. Like this is actually going to shake up the cooler industry, and we're actually going to do something big here." But um, but it only took a short amount of time with having that vision and kind of showing them the progress we're making for them to say, okay, actually, yeah, you, you actually are onto something here and that we support you fully. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, I couldn't, couldn't have done it without the parents. And, and I think the biggest thing for me is just to, to, to not the money, like Austin said, and, and not even the, the personal, I mean, obviously that's an aspect of it, not even the personal, um, wealth or anything like that. It's, it's, it's to go to a tailgate in Clemson, South Carolina, and to see somebody that doesn't know me, 
I don't know Zen, but they're walking around with the Kanga case made to keep their beer cold. That that is the coolest sight for me to see because that means we've actually improved that person's game day experience or that person's experience. We made their good time better through our product. I think that's just that's the vision that I've gotten. It's so it's so surreal to see that start to come true. So I have a um it's interesting that you guys kind of took that leap. And I think as as a person in his 30s, it's really refreshing to see people take the opportunity that social media has given you um, and be able to dream big and not think that you have to just run through you know the same lane as everyone else. So it's 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 nice to see that. I think a lot of people um, think the opposite way that corporations run the rural world and there's no there's no way to have an opportunity. But you guys have taken it the opposite direction. So I really am uh, am proud of you guys for that. Now, what I want to learn and and obviously I think the biggest thing that we're excited about is, is Shark Tank, right? Like it's a sure. show that's been on for a while. And, and Austin, you made a really, or both of you guys, all of your, your pitch was amazing, but Austin, you really kind of brought out, I think the, um, the emotions of the moment. And I think you caught the shark's attention by saying, not only am I an entrepreneur and this is how I believe it, but I watched this show. And not only that, you called the CEO who was on that show for a job. So Tell us about this whole experience. I, I mean, it's probably a three and a half hour podcast that we would have to do to learn all about it. But tell us how from start to finish, like, what has it been like? And then tell us exactly what was it like to be on the show? Yeah, we're still just in the moment. I mean, we're recording this in mid-April, uh, April 19th, and we went on April 7th. So we're still just running full speed and trying to even accept that we were on this show. But for me personally, it was an absolute dream come true. Um, like Brian said, I grew up on the show. Uh, we're in season 10 now. So it's been around since 2009. And, you know, when I was in high school, going into college and, you know, had the family and friends and everyone kind of pushed me in the direction of engineering, I never had an opportunity to be exposed to business or entrepreneurship. I had to go learn about uh, technology and systems and mathematics and science. And, you know, I was always interested in learning how to take something very small and grow it very big. Uh, so growing up, I didn't have that opportunity in class. So I had to find that outside of school. And Friday nights is when Shark Tank used to be on. So Friday night for an hour before we'd go out and do anything, I'd sit down and I'd watch Shark Tank and four people would come on and pitch their idea. And these su very successful sharks would give actual lessons and insight on how people should direct their business and how they should um, move forward or take a step back. And I just got a new perspective on what business was. And, uh, you know, in season six, which was in 2014, I was watching a live episode and I saw a product come on that I actually knew that I could have an impact on that business. So uh, reaching out to them and it was a dream come true, just having the CEO be able to answer that night uh, and take my call and, uh, you know, or fast forward five years now and, uh, you know, Logan and I and, and Teddy and Kyle and Ryan were able to build a product that caught the excitement of ABC casting crew and, and especially the Sharks when we were out there to actually give us an opportunity to go on and present ourselves. And Damon said something on there that didn't even get, uh, you know, put on air. He said, you know, this has just come full circle for you guys. This is so cool. And uh, it really was. I mean, getting up there, Logan, I mean, what would you say? We were up there for about... 18 to 22 minutes. I think we all uh, have different emotions or perspective on how long we were there, but uh, it flew by. Yeah, it, it was so it was so crazy. The typical entrepreneur is in there for roughly 45 minutes. That is what we were told. They told us to prepare to be in there from anywhere from 30 to an hour, and on average, people are in there for 45 minutes 
I know we were not in there for any longer than 23, 24 minutes. Uh, we got in, we were highly prepared. And that's one thing that I'm always going to say when you're going into a big meeting, a big pitch, whatever it is, preparation is always going to be the most important thing. And I don't know if there is any other entrepreneurs that have been on Shark Tank in recent years that were as prepared as Logan and I, uh, we and Teddy and the rest of the team. We actually put together a group of Clemson investors and they were they acted as if they were mini sharks. These are all highly successful individuals who graduated from Clemson. They're on the Spirit Department board. And uh, we played fake Shark Tank. So we had the five of them sit up there. Uh, we put the bald guy in the middle to resemble Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> and we uh, and we got up there and we did our spiel. And it was about 40 minutes of hard questions. And we recorded ourselves and we critiqued ourselves. And, you know, we, we practiced day in and day out. And uh, I think the Sharks knew that when we were in there, that we were ready to answer any question. Logan knew the financials inside and out. Uh, you know, I knew the, the back end of the story and how to sell the dream. And Teddy brought a level of excitement that most people won't see by being in a kangaroo suit doing backflips and spilling ice all over the you know, ABC stage. So, I mean, dream come true. And uh, what, what an awesome experience. Well, at the end of the day, if you go in there that prepared, man, they want to do business and they want to invest in businesses where they know they have great leaders with a great idea and tons of work ethic. Mm -hmm. So kudos for you for recognizing that. And back to the society thing and, and where people think you should be in life. Uh, let's face it, man, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, and a handful of other people never finished college. Yep. They're just fine. Yep. <laughs> they're yeah. innovators. They're, they, they've done more for this planet than just about anyone on this planet. So um, you know, keep doing your thing, man. That that no one can tell you different. Yeah, and I and I want everyone else to know that too. Like, I don't want anyone to think, you know, don't don't go down the traditional path of college. Don't go get a traditional job. Just have some self awareness and understand what it is that you want out of life and what it is that is going to make you happy. And if you can find that within yourself then you can understand what direction you need to pursue in business. Because we need doctors and we need scientists and we need people to go down. We need engineers. We need business people and accounting people. We, know we need all of those things. So just have self-awareness. Know what your purpose is in life. Find what's going to make you happy and you're going to end up just doing fine. I love that, man. I, I love your passion. I love hearing from such a young man that has a drive. And it's just... I can't tell you how, and I'm not that much older than you. I'm sitting back like I'm an old man over here, but I am a father. I am, you know, older. I've, I've been out of college for more than 10 years. Wait, put it this way. Facebook came out when I was a junior in college. So if we want to put that into perspective, the reality was we didn't have social media to come out of college and be able to have a Kickstarter and take an idea and say, hey, we're really going to get this to the manufacturing floor and actually make it into a product. So it's really cool to see people take the opportunity. And I think more people can do that. Um, so kudos to both of you guys. Now, after you've gone on Shark Tank, you guys get to uh, you get selected by Mark Cuban, which is so cool. Um, and you're going to get an opportunity to work with him. But tell us, what's the future like for Kanga? You guys got an opportunity to come to our biggest trade show, which was awesome seeing you yep. there. And it was amazing to have people in our world get to experience what we already knew about, but really ultimately open up those relationships and potentially become business partners with you, whether that's a, um, a natural light, a Budweiser, Coors Light, Miller Light, whatever the companies are, there's a lot of people that create those relationships and have those relationships. So that was just awesome to see you there. Um, so for, kudos for taking that step. But tell us what what is next for you guys 
in in this brand. Yeah, Logan, go ahead and take the uh, the the future Kanga question, and I'll field the uh, the PPAI results. So the most exciting thing in the immediate future is we're finally getting an office and warehouse, and the, the <laughs> yes. remote operations yes. are no more. We're coming together. We're starting this thing. We're I guess becoming a real company at this point. Logan, let the people and, uh, know where our current uh, office slash warehouse is. It's in my parents' basement where I'm calling in from in Pickens, South Carolina. <laughs> yes. And we are more than ready it. to get out. We are ready to go. I bet your parents congratulations, are thrilled. Man. Yeah, and congrats. Dreams yeah. do come true. You can move out of your parents' basement and start your own company. Do it today. Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> well, so tell us um, – What's the future, Logan? Is is uh, is it going more into corporate? Is it branching out, doing some other ideas? What's what do you guys need to be successful? And really, what's the goal of the organization? For sure, I think the the big picture is to bring fun and convenience to beverage cooling solutions. Now, the Casemate is our first product that's going to build our company around that mission statement. But we don't want to just be a one trick pony. We want to really become an established company, an established brand, and we want to bring more products to market to fit that to fit that mission because that's where we see a big gap. That's where we see we can capitalize on. So we, you know, we obviously want to continue to grow on the back of the casemate, recent Shark Tank exposure, get the office, get a team behind us. But I think big picture, long term, we could see ourselves competing with the big boys in a, a niche space that they may not be looking at right now. That's awesome, man. And um, and I know you wanted to talk about PPAI, but something just popped in my head and I just want to ask. So, you know, kind of bring it on. Um, you guys going on Shark Tank, being from Clemson, everybody kind of knew that story. Who have been some of the coolest people that have reached out to you after the experience and just say, congratulations or best of luck. I know some sharks did it on their own social media channels, but I'm sure you guys have gotten been blown up by people. Yeah, it's the the response has been overwhelming. And like when you're saying you, you guys didn't have Facebook 10 years ago and now we do, it's much easier for us to interact with people. I don't know if I could put a singular name on someone that stood out. I think it'd be the sheer quantity of people that we had influence over. And when I open up the Kanga Instagram account or my personal and look in the DMs and it says, hey man, I'm 18 years old, I'm going into college, I have this idea, but you know what? You guys really inspired me and it makes me wanna work harder on this project than I ever did before. So I'm gonna continue going to classes and I'm still gonna pursue you know, college and, and, and try to get a degree. But in the evenings and the weekends, I'm gonna be busting my butt to try to make a difference instead of going out partying. Those kind of texts and those kind of DMs are just the reason, one of the reasons that Logan and I are doing this. And it's just the coolest thing you could possibly hear. Nelson, if I could, if I could step in here and just kind of paint some perspective on, on where my mind's changed from this. What you just said with the, you know, 18 year olds reaching out saying we inspired them to do something big. That's kind of shaped my perspective too. And I think, you know, initially it's, it's having the vision for the product market fit solution. It's building our own lives. We got something bigger to play for now, though, because there's more on the line than just us, because these guys need to see young people succeeding. They need to see our story. They need to know that for their own believability and the impact we can have on them. So that's kind of what really is starting to drive me personally. Yeah, Logan, your, your, quote, your quote at the end of the show, what, what was that? The last thing you said before we... Uh, oh, I can't even remember. It was just be... Be, be crazy, crazy enough to do it and do something be crazy about enough it. To do something about it, yeah. I love that. Like that. We have a quote that's either "be great" or "be gone." Yeah, you know what I mean. That's the world we live in. Um, when are they going to name the uh, the business building at Clemson the Kanga Business Building at Clemson University? Is that in the works? Yeah, I think it might be on the table now. It never was before Shark Tank. It's you know, unfortunate. It took 
Mark Cuban and Shark Tank to really give us that incredible exposure with with Clemson and everyone. But I mean, our university provided the foundation of the company, the resources that we had through Spirit Entrepreneurship and the connections that we made. One of our mentors and advisors who sits on the the Kanga leaderboard uh, was a Clemson grad. Uh, he saw Logan and I and Teddy pitch at the Pitch Smackdown, which is a mini version of Shark Tank back in 2017. Uh, we got first place. We got $8,000, which barely helped us, you know, get through that month or two. But more importantly, we were pitching to a board of people and one, one you know, specific person in, in that group uh, decided to approach us afterwards, bring us some value, help us get a factory set up with his relationships and then ended up joining the team. So, you know, we, we couldn't be more grateful for being at Clemson and having those opportunities. And, you know, for, if there's any other students who listen to this podcast, you'd be shocked at how many resources your school will have for stuff like this. And if you just have an idea, they could be the bridge to bringing that idea to life. So cool. That is, man. And have you had any uh, any messages from professors where you got that C or D and they're like, oh, I didn't really think this was going to work, but... Hell yeah. Well done. I know, Teddy, uh, when we had to fly out to uh, L.A. and film for Shark Tank, it was about six days long. And Teddy had two exams, both of which she did not get excused for. So uh, I know. Hell that- yeah, Teddy. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I know he made it to his junior year, so he definitely passed uh, sophomore year last year. But uh, I mean, my goodness, like if your teachers really won't let you get out of that. <laughs> hey, buddy, I, I the, mean, the schools will always be there. This opportunity may not. And that's so, what, and Teddy hey, knew man. it. And Teddy said, you know, I'll make it up somehow. <laughs> I love there that. There you go. I want to get back to the question because we're in the promotional product yep. space. And now you are, too, as a supplier. Uh, I know that's new for you all. We had some early conversations with you, uh, kind of Brian, especially educating you a little bit on this industry. So I'm really curious how that's turning out. For yeah, you. no. And I, I definitely want to talk about this because people don't know, but Brian reached out to us over a year ago and he was just being a good guy. He just wanted to help us out and give us some direction. And we've had monthly conversations with him over the course of the last year. And Brian's almost taken us under his wing and given us some mentorship because we had no idea what we were doing. We knew that Anheuser-Busch was interested in putting their logo on it, but we had no idea what that meant. We didn't know that that meant our communication was going to be with Staples and through a distributor. And then uh, after we got some insight from Brian and Scott on how this industry works, we decided to go out to Vegas and pursue this PPAI trade show, which... It was my first time and Logan's first time ever in Vegas. So number one, <laughs> that was overwhelming. Yeah, let's go. Number two, I believe that is the the largest, if not one of the largest promotional product shows in the world. It's the largest. So Logan and I get into this just building and we're just overwhelmed at the size of the ceilings, let alone the amount of people who are in there. The craziest thing is Logan and I, the company didn't have enough money to pay for our flight. So Logan and I used Southwest Points to get out there. We stayed in a $29 a night hotel room. <laughs> oh my God. Which if you guys know in Vegas. Reek of cigarettes. Yeah, reek of cigarettes. Uh, it doesn't get you a whole lot. Um, but our booth, the booth is, I think, what was the funniest thing is Logan and I show up with nothing. We brought a couple casemates. That was all we were allowed to check. So we Uber over to Walmart and we say, hey, Logan, like, what's our budget for our display? And Logan was like, I don't know, $180. So we buy the two cheapest tables we can buy. We buy tablecloths that I promise should never be seen in public again. (laughs) 
and we bought tacks and all we did was pin our product up on the the wall and uh the and have the tablecloths over our tables and we had the most raggedy looking display i've ever seen but logan correct me if i'm wrong that didn't change anyone's perspective i mean our booth was filled nonstop of people wanting to talk to us excited about the product excited that they could go out and sell this thing and have success with it uh, we got a couple bids from some large uh, distributor companies and supplier companies as best product of the year. Uh, and that was just overwhelming. Fantastic, man. <laughs> if you guys ever see the picture of our booth, you're going to look at it and just just absolutely laugh. But, you know, just I wanted to thank Brian for taking us under his wing the last year and kind of helping us navigate this space because I'll be honest, I had no idea the promotional products industry was as big as it is and as crazy as it is. So, you know, I'm I'm really glad that you were able to provide us value over the last year. And I hope that Logan and I being on this podcast is able to provide you guys value to your listeners. Uh, and it just goes back to what Damon said about it all coming full circle. We love that, man. Yeah, you're giving you me way much. too much credit. I appreciate that, man. Um, honestly, I just saw two people that were passionate, a, a product that I thought was cool, one that I thought could, could definitely work in our industry, and I'm glad you guys just took that leap. I can't I also, wait to sell it, man. Yeah, I can't either. I just want to thank Scott for not putting me in a $29 hotel room in Vegas. You're the man. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Thank that, you. Hey, appreciate you, you, you it. you got to remind yourself, you always got a little better than someone else. I'm going to remember and that. There's a lot of people that have it better uh, than yeah, us. I'm going to remember that. Yeah. Our room did not smell like cigarettes. I have a feeling $29. next year it's going to be different for him, though. Absolutely. I hope so. <laughs> Well, um, you guys, before we, uh, we, we close this up, I, you know, thank you guys so much for joining us on the podcast. It's been a pleasure to watch your brand grow. This is just the beginning. I really can't wait to see where it goes. And, and honestly, I think you guys have the mindset that it's not just Kanga LLC. You guys are going to be able to start multiple different businesses and give back to the community and, and be a mentor to people that, you know, might not think that there is a, an avenue for entrepreneurship. So I think that's awesome. Um, I'm just so proud of you guys. I can't wait to see what happens next, but tell us, how do people get in touch with you? Um, I know if you want to buy their product, you can call me. Um, <laughs> if you want to put a logo on it, I can, I'm not, I'm not sending any other distributors. You call me, yep. but tell us how do people get in touch with the product from an e-commerce standpoint? And then also, um, what's the best way to get in touch with you guys personally? Definitely. Definitely. So from an e-commerce perspective, our website is www.buykanga.com, B-U-Y-K-A-N-G-A.com. Eventually, we will have the money to be able to afford www.kanga.com. But at this time, we're rolling with buykanga.com. Um, our social platforms are at Kanga Casemate. That's Casemate with a K. And then if you guys you know, want to slide into our DMs on any social platforms, Logan and I are ha happy to you know, provide any guidance, insight. Uh, any, any, if anyone's struggling with you know, parents' expectations or, or friends' expectations or anything like that. Like Logan and I are good people to talk to. We'll give you we'll give you a little pep speech and uh, you know hopefully put you in the right direction. But like like Logan said, you know we're here for more than just this product and just this company. And you know the response has been overwhelming. And uh, you know we're so fortunate to be here with you guys. I really really appreciate you guys having us out. Uh, Logan, what else you got for us? Give us some sure. wisdom. Thank, thank Brian for the opportunity, man. And uh, just, just incredible to see it all come full circle, like you said. Um, 
I love yeah. it. Cool, guys. Well, thank you guys so much. If you are listening to this podcast, uh, we would be so grateful if you would like and share this story on all your social media channels. We appreciate all of you and all of our listeners, and we hope you guys have a blessed day. Thank you again, Austin and Logan, for coming on our Brand Motors podcast. And like I said, man, we cannot wait to follow the journey. Future's bright. Thank you, guys. We are totally rooting for you, man. Keep up the great work. Appreciate it, guys. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.